first cricket. Oh. Hey, what's, what's going on, man? <laughs> Not shit. Still kind of. I took a nap earlier. I still kind of feel like disoriented and probably a little baked. Like, what planet am yeah, I on? What year is it? <laughs> I'm really high right now. I, I didn't. It would. The game was so crazy. There's no time to smoke. So it's like I went out one time, but yeah, I'm gonna get baked. <laughs> oh, right now. Oh yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. I need. I need weed. I don't care about all the people that say you don't need weed or whatever. I need weed. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel that. It's crazy. We were uh, we were working at the club Friday, and like we almost got into. Somebody blew through a red light, and uh, the guy, the the person who had a green light, was you know just drove through a green light normally. And the other, this it was a millennial. It was a younger guy, like my age. He almost hit the back of this truck, and then the guy who blew the red light was the one honking at the guy, <laughs> at the guy who was. Driving through the green light. It was like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. People are just, gosh. No, I know. I know. And we say it every week. And, and it's not going <laughs> to, no matter what the fuck, even you or I think, like, it's not going to change because so many people have abided their, or like given their lives to law and government. And so many people have already given their lives to that. So you you can't just talk them out of it. There's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you said that because somebody um somebody keeps commenting on my face every all my Facebook stuff, like all my Facebook freedom stuff, and they commented today. Uh, here I'll read it. It says, you know, I've replied to a lot of your posts with my own beliefs and ideas, and a lot of the times they oppose your own. I simply do not. I simply do this to exchange ideas. When I do, but it occurred to me that this is something you really struggle with. So I just want to say I empathize, and I'm sorry you're going through this. <laughs> what the? It, and online people, they'll like start talking to you, and if you don't respond right away, they get like all pissed off. And you don't even know this person. It, I, I just yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I know the person, but <laughs> it's still I'm weird. You know? Where I don't know them, and they're like yelling at me to talk to them, and I'm like. What the fuck? Like the internet is just so bizarre. And then you meet up with the people in real life and they're like nothing like their internet page. It's like this yeah, is crazy. I like, hate when that happens. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, no, I, had really, I had a really good weekend. Uh punk rock tacos it was on Friday. So after That's good. after I was a slave, then I went there to be an unslave. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who uh do you remember who played? Ah uh, shit. I no, I gotta look at the flyer again. But oh, I think dang. that I think that X Oracles band played or whatever. Oh okay. And, uh oh well, whatever. It's all good. Didn't didn't we announce it on the show? Was it that one or I don't remember if we did that last week. I'm not sure, but Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I know in seven days, so much happens to a human in their life in seven days. It's just, I mean, I've had a really, yeah. And then like Saturday, Saturday, I fucking went and did autographs. And first we tried for Rod Stewart, who we eventually got at night. 
And then we went to this black, Chicago Blackhawk event, but I made like 250 bucks. <laughs> like I know, but this is Dang. why I don't, this is why I don't take jobs seriously because side hustle, like I made a quarter of my check in one day. You know what I'm saying? Like almost a quarter. So coming up on a, almost a half of my check I made in one and doing lazy work. <laughs> except for, except yeah. for sometimes you got to run. Sometimes you got to run a little like to get to the gate at the airport, you know, like you got to run right. a little. That's like the worst about autographs. Is you got to run. Catch them. <laughs> yeah, catch them. Yeah. We, no, we went for we went for Andre 3000 of Outcast and there's video wow. This was bullshit though. There's video I should have got a picture with him, but I I don't know. I guess I've gotten pictures with so many people. It's like I don't even care about that anymore. Like, <laughs> Dang. like I think Andre three thousand is pretty cool. I think he's like part of. He might be part of the Dark Illuminati, but I don't know. I, some of his songs from back in the day are really positive. But but he, there's videos already of him signing. He came from Detroit, and there's videos wow. of him signing Detroit, and he comes, and there's only eight of us. Like my buddy does this thing where, because you can refund plane tickets, so we go. I, I know I've said this. Oh yeah. Here. No, so so we go behind like we're getting on a flight, like you know what I'm saying, and then we just wait at the gate that the the person's coming off the plane, and then try to get him like that because it's so much easier than by baggage claim where there's all those other people. Like I mean, there's a lot all the people in the back too at their gates, of course, but I don't know. So. Hmm. Yeah, he signed in Detroit, and then he gets off the plane in Chicago. He goes, we all had like, – everybody had albums. Like, I had that speaker box album or whatever. And like, Oh, nice. Yeah, the record, the record, yeah. Sick. Oh, he, goes, he goes, oh, I don't do those anymore. And it's like – A what? Hold on, what? Nobody argued with him, which I'm surprised because usually a lot of the autograph people argue with him. But they also want to keep it cool with him, I guess. I don't know. But it just sucks when there's video of him signing in Detroit and then fucking he comes to Chicago and there's only eight of us. He could have done one each real easy, you know, and right. Dude, I, autographs, I know, but it's like I still had such a good day, even though we started off failing, because what, what I love about a set like a day off when I do autograph, it's a long day too. like I was gone from 1130 in the morning to like mid. No, it's like 11. It was like a 12 hour day. Yeah. Holy cow. So, yeah. I did that Friday. And a lot of honestly, man, a lot of people couldn't do it. Like I, I'm a pothead, so I can stand on the street of Chicago by a hotel and just keep getting baked and like not <laughs> let the street consume you, you know? But like right. I can do that. Other people that they wouldn't wait for some celebrity to make a little money. A lot of people probably wouldn't even do it. So, what day was this, he said? Oh, Saturday, yesterday. Oh, this is Saturday, gotcha. So then, then we got Rod Stewart at night, one each. He would only do one each, which was fine. And then my buddy gives me this fucking – I also got paid the weirdest way he's ever paid Wait, me. No, oh, I'm sorry to it's interrupt a, you, but um, so why did – he wouldn't sign the, the record, the specific yeah, record, or was it – The outcast record, yeah, he wouldn't sign it. It's, it, it was bogus. So he, you still got him to sign something? Though? No, just picture. He said he'd just take pictures. That's a. Oh, I see. I, I know he had beef with like uh, so the the Speaker Bucks album. He had beef with the other guy that he like wrote wrote it with, Big Boy. 
Oh, big, big boy or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I thought their beef was over, so maybe that's why he didn't sign it. That's weird. Oh, well, uh, but anyways, yeah. so you, uh, keep going. You were you you got paid in the weirdest way. That's where you left off. Oh yeah, he gave me like a a postal service um, <laughs> money, money order, so you could just cash it at the post office. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. You just fill it out. You fill out your name and whatever the date, and then you huh. just cash. Interesting. You take it to a bank or. Um, uh, I'm just gonna go to the post office, so it seems easier. So nice, I've never heard of that before. But, dude, it's just like once again, it's just like I love success from side hustles. It's just <laughs> like I hate like regular, oh, the, reg, the regular working world. Everybody that's in it right now totally understands or has been in it recently. You know, I know Jasmine gets it, she had to quit that job because it's probably just too fucking nuts, and yeah. You know, it's hard, man. It it's is. Hard. It's hard to work for pennies and then respect yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, but then, like I said, every time I do a side hustle and it works, mm -hmm. I'm just like, man, why can't I just do this shit five, six, even seven days a week? And right. Because there's, there's autograph people that don't work regular jobs. They fucking, they'll go to Milwaukee, they'll go to Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Dang. For nuts dude like these people are hard holy cow like, they've been doing it since like i mean some of the celebrities know these people because they've been doing it since they were like 16 years old and like oh yeah, so, that's crazy like like sammy hagar i knew this guy he doesn't go for graphs anymore i think he went too crazy or whatever but uh, <laughs> He was friends with Sammy Hagar from Van Halen, and and Sammy Hagar would fucking stop by their house and like grill what? some, yeah, like not shit. Like that is crazy. But these these autograph people have been fucking with these celebrities for decades, so it's just like hmm. I'm, I'm grateful I'm part of it. Wow. It's a it, it sucks. It sucks when you go out and you get nothing. Like mm -hmm. you feel that too. But when you get stuff and it's it, and someone says yes, I'll sign. It, like your adrenaline just fucking goes through the roof because you're like, I'm getting this celebrity and I'm making. This guy has tons of money and I don't have much money, but I'm gonna make a little money off this guy now. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool, you know. And that's that is kind of a way that they could give back, you know, if you think about it. Yeah, in a, in a in a weird way, yeah. Like the yeah, they could they could give back, and um, it sounds like you know, it sounds like you get most of the money that you earn. You know, it's not like a regular job where where all of us, if we pay taxes at our regular job, that's we're getting robbed. You know. Oh, I know. Whether you choose to pay taxes or not, you're still getting robbed. I, I love the direction you're going right now because the government doesn't even want you to do side hustles because that's thinking outside the fucking box, dude. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not about any of this, I know no, but I'm just. <laughs> yeah, you're conducting you're conducting business on their land, and uh, the government's basically the middle guy because uh, because in their eyes, you know, this is their country. This is the elite, social elite's country. So if you do business on their grounds, they expect to be, you know, compensated. That's how they look at it. It's just sick that we live in a world where they don't want you to like think outside the box. Like 
that is disgusting that they want you to be a robot. Like, what a waste of a life. Yeah. Like, damn. Well, they see it if somebody, you know, like, that's why if you, let's say you rent an apartment and then you sublet a bedroom and then you, like, you know, you, you do that to help pay with rent. A lot of places, once they find out that they do that, especially if the person moved in, like, without doing a background check, or like going through the hoops, you know, going through all the motions that we always talk about on the show. Um, you know, they always get pissed off. They go, they're like, "Oh, he can't live there. He's got to do a background check. He's got to do this and this and that." I I lived in an apartment one time. I was just helping my friend finish out his lease because his uh, his brother was moving out of his apartment, and this was in Fishers, Indiana. Fishers, Indiana is like a really ritzy place. It's Fishers, Indiana. I would compare it to Elmhurst. Yeah, I hear you. It's like one of those places. So I was, I started getting Amazon packages, and I was going to stay there for like a month and a half just to help them finish out the lease. Um, I started getting Amazon packages, and they they were, wouldn't give me my packages because I didn't do a background check and I didn't file an application. Applications are like seventy five dollars or like fifty dollars or something like that. You know, like just to just to apply to get an apartment. I'm sure, I'm sure you know. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, it's, this one was like sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like, they make you pay some arbitrary amount of money just for that. And then, piece they, of then, paper. then they tell you we can't guarantee you that you can get the apartment. Like, yeah, usually, Ooh, usually you get it. That I mean, infuriates usually, me. Usually you get it, but like, no, they'll t- they, That's what this lady with this one. She goes, well, like for the the whole first half of the like trying to get it, it was all fine, and then. Leave some voicemail. It's like, oh, somebody else is interested now. So then they put like you, they put like you know, make you yeah. turn up the burner. They make you like turn up the burner and be like, I better get on this real quick because someone yeah. else. Well, who knows if that was even true? Because because landlord, I'm sorry, realtor people um always make up shit too just to get you to right. To yeah, they put you that, that pressure on you to get you in that trap, you know. Yeah. And it's just like this, you know, we're always talking about cars, how we hate cars. It's just like the same way with that. You know, you go on a car lot, you can't even think, dude. You can't even, like, think for yourself because the salesman's just on your ass. Hey, you want to try this car? You want to look at this car? That one's nice. It's pretty nice. It's only got this many miles. You know, it's like they just, they just constantly try to sell you, sell you on it. Oh, I know. It's... This whole country is about being sold everything. It's just yes, man. Yeah, I'm so so tired of grinding. And luckily, there are some people on TikTok making these kind of videos. Like I'm tired of grinding at a job that doesn't pay enough, and people don't show up and call in, and they don't get fired. They keep their job and they keep calling in, and then the people that show. This is the, the the evil like pattern that's going on. It's like then you show up and you have to do double duty because some other asshole decided to fucking you know exactly. oh, I don't want I don't want to come to work today. Like, Dude, I'm so glad I, you said. Yes, or I drank too much last night. And I don't is, want to go tomorrow. Like, yeah, this is really synchronistic, dude. I'm so glad you said this because um uh you because like you know how my mom got fired and Jasmine quit the job. So yeah, there was a period. I mean, the the whole time, the whole time they were both working there, the job was like we're understaffed, we're understaffed, we're understaffed. So, um, recently over the weekend, my mom was like, you know, because people put their entire lives on their Facebook. My mom, this is kind of it is kind of creepy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. 
but my mom like went back on the Facebook and like during a period where her and Jasmine were working their ass off, the manager was posting pictures of of a of their vacation house in front of in front of a sunset on the fucking beach drinking mimosas. What? And they were telling them that they were understaffed and that they were they are barely paying their bills and they're barely like they're behind on taxes and all this stuff. This is what they were telling their employees. And the manager was on vacation, dude. Oh yeah, I dude, even at my job, leadership, all the all the team leaders, I've heard stuff going around already. They don't want to talk to team members anymore. They don't want to help them out anymore. Oh like, my god. It's like we don't want so because I apply because you apply somewhere, you just go through a bunch of bullshit. It's I, yeah. that's why I don't like the, that's why I don't like the working dude, world. And I'm that... and I'm never giving up my side. Sorry, I just gotta say this. Like oh, I'm never giving Side hustles because one day I could make like a decent amount. Like I, I just made a, a nice chunk of change. Yeah. I mean, dude, like the Blackhawks thing, all we did was wait in a big line two times. And oh, this was crazy. We got recognized. Like, I, what? I, I, oh, yeah, because you're only supposed to go through the line one time. Oh. And my buddy, <laughs> my buddy's so smart. He brings up. <laughs> like colored wristbands that are real close to the wristbands that they have at the event. So then we just put a, like, I had like a nice. fluorescent green, I had like a fluorescent green one on like to represent the yellow. And I got to go through again, but the dude recognized me at the end and he goes, he, he goes, I had a DePaul, the university shirt on yesterday. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, He's like, you're the guy with the DePaul shirt. I already saw you go through. And I go, yeah. I go, yeah, we went. I, I, I was honest with him. I go, yeah, we went to two windows to get two different sets of wristbands. And nobody said you didn't, you couldn't do that. And he was like, wow. And I was like, yeah. Dang. Because my buddy, my buddy's like <laughs> all about like with autographs. He's like, beat the system as much as possible to get the autograph. Like, it's crazy how aggressive That's he is. Wild. Like, you know, yeah. Or if like a couple times, this is luckily this has only happened to me a couple times. But there's these certain markers called deco markers, and they're really like like they bleed easy and like they yeah. they smear easy. Yeah. And like so, a couple times when I've done like multiples, I've like smeared them. He still paid me, but he kind of like chewed me out. But what he does, he chews you out for a second and then goes, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." You you know we're really good friends, and it's all good. <laughs> He just takes he just, the autograph people. They just tell some of them it's their only income, so they take. Oh they take wow! Serious man. Like, yeah, real. you're messing with their bread, you know, messing with their dinner. <laughs> well, luckily, luckily, the smear things only happened to me a couple times, but nice. usually, I, usually, I'm really. It's just hard. That's interesting. Wow. It's just, it's just hard when you when you're holding like three items. And you have, you're you're having them sign one. You're getting the next one ready in your other hand. Like it's it is the whole process is fucking nuts. Like it, it sounds really it sounds like it. It and we'll go at all time. I mean, there's times I've gone at like three in the morning, and we've gotten people, or we have. Yeah. He'll still. My buddy's cool enough. We're like, if we go and it's like late night, and I got to work early, he'll throw me like like a twenty and maybe some Seven Eleven stuff for going at least. So it, it, it even when you lose, yeah, that's cool. Hustle, like I'll still make like twenty bucks for trying. So like, yeah, I don't know, it could be worse, man. Dang, I would almost like I it's I would love to go just to kind of like 
I don't know, make a video of it, but I would have to, I'd have to have a better computer for edit video editing. That way I could like blur people's faces out. Every autograph person has talked about this for years, but nobody, we need a videographer to come with us on these fucking autograph adventures. That would be so much fun. They're so fucking nuts, dude. Like, like, I would love that. That's the thing. Like, I'm going to these things, and that's the thing too. Like, I even have a hard time sometimes taking a picture of like my buddy getting his shit signed, or like whatever, or our other buddy. But like, because right. if you're holding like three items, and then you gotta have your phone and the other, I don't. Know, it's but my buddy is really. I mean, that's been doing it for years. He's really good at getting the action shots, like of the people signing. It's cool. So. Nice. I mean, I've, I've, I've taken photos before. I'm not saying I've never like tried or whatever. But yeah, dude, I've seen yeah, you big... post photos back in the day. Yeah, before of that stuff, you've gotten some good ones. Oh yeah, dude, I've met so many people. It's nuts. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That really is a crazy life story. Like I, I love this. This is awesome. Yeah, dude, this is so good. Autographs, autographs are a crazy life. The fact that I get paid for this is honestly <laughs> insane. Man. Yeah. It's yeah, just, like, just, no, but check it out. Just being up close to these people is fucking. Even if they don't do it, is fucking right. amazing. That like I like one time we were out we were like Blink One Eighty Two at like two in the morning, and they didn't. They Holy didn't cow! Tom DeLonge was being a dick, and Mark Hoppus was like, "I'm tired" or whatever. Yeah, so I'm not like, surprised. Oh, I'm too tired to move my hand uh, three centimeters. Like, wow. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's like, autographs are like the laziest thing, dude. Like, right, dude. And they, they act like it's like the some of these celebrities act like like why are you here? Like, it's like because we fucking want a little bit of your chump change. You know, right? They're so, they're fucking soft, dude. I hate well, dude, celebrities. Well, dude, celebrity. My buddy sells them. You know what I'm saying? Like the all the graphers sell their shit on eBay. Oh and, yeah, uh, of course, he makes, dude. He makes a killing. Nice. Like, they, That's they awesome. Make, make hundreds of dollars on one. Like some, not all of them. Some, some. It's really crazy. Like he'll tell me when we go. Like if this person's worth anything still or not. Like right. it's still fucking nuts, man. Dude, that uh, man, that reminds me. At the uh, last year on me and Jasmine's birthday on April fifteenth, we went to go see the Bass Drum of Death show, and we basically like, we basically like, <coughs> we got him to sign our. Uh, well, we got a poster off of the wall because we like we we didn't have that much money, so we just kind of like we kind of stole or we asked a, one of the venue people. I think we asked the door guy if we were allowed to take the poster down, and they let us get the poster, and we went, we got all the band members to sign it. No, that's awesome. I used to do that at Metro in downtown Chicago, because um, they'd nice. have tons, of, they'd have tons of po- like they they would litter the fucking place with who's playing, you know, as like yeah, exactly. It's, it's a venue where like. It's a venue where, like, you go in on the ground level, and then you go up some stairs up to the venue. Oh yeah, we've we've been to the metro before. Oh, you've been okay, so you know metro. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I mean, I I used to take shit off the wall all the time, like, and make collages at home. Damn it, dude! I didn't think about that. All these cool like metro artists that are coming there, like, oh, and they would never yeah. care. I wouldn't even ask. I'd be drunk and I'd just be ripping them down, and they wouldn't. Yes. say shit. <laughs> there were some. Uh, 
there were a couple of Team Unity shows where me and Jasmine went to, or, and we did photos, but we were still like ripping posters off the wall just for memorabilia. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. We get that Hennessy in us. You gotta do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes life fun. And you know, part of what you're doing is like you you get all of the fruit of your labor. You get all of your money, you know. And like you said, even if you don't get anything, you still get a little bit of a little bit of maybe a coffee or an energy drink for work tomorrow or the next day. Right, right, exactly. Like so it like saves a purchase or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I love autographs, man. They're I uh, I I don't think a lot of people could do them, man, because you gotta be a really patient person. Because these a, people, like they, they sometimes when they go backstage and shit, they're gonna party with people that that they're visiting from, you know, in, that live in Chicago or like they come here, or whatever. You know, I don't know. I'd like to go to like New York City and do autographs. That would be nuts. That'd be dangerous, though. New York is like worse than Chicago. You know, it's like way. It's twice the size of Chicago. You know, so you yeah, think about some of the some of the crime. Oh yeah, there's, there's there's a ton of crime in New York. There always will be, but I'm yeah. places, places like Brooklyn are real chill though. Like I hung, I I spent a couple days in Brooklyn, and everyone was no one was out to rob you there. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there are. You know, I'm sure there's like little places. Um, your autograph thing. Have you ever seen the movie Almost Famous? Oh yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Like, yeah, I just thought of it. It pops up in my head. He's like yeah, trying to like, sign autographs, and he ends up like hanging out with the band and interviewing them. And <laughs> right, that's a great movie. That you never even hear about that movie anymore. That's a great movie. Yeah. Well, I think it showed. It actually, it's a decent allegory. It actually showed like some of the dark side of of Hollywood. I need to read. I haven't watched it in so long, but no, I, I haven't either. I have. I have vague. Like pictures that, of it in my mind, but uh, yeah, yeah, same. I was gonna say I should do notes on it and then come back for an episode and talk about all the allegory, break right. it down, break it down. Oh yeah, yeah that's your thing. If, I know, but you can't be discouraged that no one shows up. You just have to keep doing it. So, oh yeah. Oh, I meant on this show. I meant, um, yeah. For as far as that goes, um. I, I don't know. It's tough because we're trying to we're just trying to have bands play. And for, so we just had a solo showcase and it was it was like it was a really one off. It was a different type of show because, like I said, it was a solo showcase. Have you been watching our YouTube channel at all? A little bit. OK, so I just posted a song by Patrick Werner. Oh, nice. It's like a chill chill country type of song and i'm gonna keep posting music from from uh friday night throughout this week but yeah it was just uh man it was like they're all playing bluegrass songs and you know i played some johnny cash songs i played some i played uh the death cab for cutie song about death oh, <laughs> i'll follow you into the dark yeah i played you know it was just i don't know it just sucks so we couldn't nobody like nobody showed up I Again. know. Man. So it's like even they're with the hardest, they're the hardest times to get people to come because there's so yeah. many fucking there's so many events going on and mm -hmm. so many bands trying to get their shit together as artists. I mean, myself included. I'm trying. I'm still trying too, but it's just yeah. In that very same night, so there were 
in South Bend alone, I mean, our uh, Michiana education and, and art, that, that venue is in Elkhart, so it's like 20 minutes away. It's kind of a different scene, you would think, but South Bend had two metal shows, and then we had our show. So it's like, you know, either probably all the people were at one of the metal shows in South Bend or that all the people were split up between the metal shows or, you, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Like probably all the people probably just showed up to one show. Right. And like that, that show took all the draw. That's what I was thinking. You know, and then there's no communication between venues, which drives me, drives me freaking up the wall. But yeah, that's different, different. <laughs> no, story. I get you, man. It's uh, well. I mean, I mean, I, I I always check myself on one thing though. Nobody said art was fucking supposed to be easy. So um, yeah, that's true. It, but why it's as hard as it is, I don't know either. It's uh, it's really strange because it's really yeah. strange. It's, it's really strange that some product projects take off and some don't. It, I, that's mm. what I'm never gonna understand about this life like well like it's, there's so many underrated artists mm -hmm. that are they're not they're definitely not getting the attention they deserve and it is weird oh yeah well i mean like for example you think about that band uh green jello right you remember them were you yeah. there when they played skatopia yeah i don't think i was there but i remember when they did yeah oh dude that show was pretty good but that that's one of their I mean, they're super underrated, but they, as far as I know, they make a living, but they, I mean, they have to like, they bend over backwards just to try to make a living from music. Like it, it just takes so much work. It's, uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. It just, like you, you, you're going to pull your hair out if trying to be a musician, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's wild but uh, again even, even like they make money and they've worked with like trailer park boys and stuff you know and trailer park boys have done it they have a tv show on netflix i don't know if you know about them wait wh who are you talking about sorry uh green jello have has oh, done they, work with they, trailer they, park they boys oh they have done work with trailer okay i gotcha gotcha yeah yeah, so it's like they have that kind of popular recognition, but it's still, uh, uh, you know, I'm always going to take it back to what what do people care about, you know? But I just think the whole success thing with art is that I don't, I don't want to say overrated, but it's like it's kind of ridiculous because if you if you create art and that's what makes you happy, the res the end result of your art, I, I, and again, this is easier said than done, but Mm -hmm. the, end, the end result of your art shouldn't uh it shouldn't discourage you it shouldn't um make you feel like you did something wrong or like it's right just, it's just creating art yeah you're right i mean really man what what art is a gamble that you make it and if it takes off it takes mm -hmm. off if it doesn't it doesn't and that that's just it so it's just yeah well, it's uh, man. I don't like. I love. I love what you're saying, but just to just to like kind of add on to that, it's yeah. It's a it's a total gamble, and it, like what I was saying is it's because of what people care about. You know, it's like I saw. You know, you wouldn't have. You, 
it frustrated me with how many photos today I saw of people cooking like shrimp cocktails with steak and burgers and like they have three people living in their house but you know they're doing it because of the super bowl so they're wasting you know potentially like over a hundred dollars on food and beer and alcohol just for the super bowl but they won't go they won't like drive 20 minutes to go to a local show to support you know to support a band who drove four hours to come to your town Right, you know what I mean. That's what I. That's what I meant by like. It comes down to what people really care about, or they'll go to like you know because because they'll see Taylor Swift, they'll all just sit at home and watch the Super Bowl and order like hundreds of dollars of wings from Domino's or Pizza Hut and have them delivered and like have all these little sides and their you know and their meat and their dead flesh and their their crackers. Yep, we had, <laughs> we had Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, it's just wild because it's like we do, you know, what we did at the movie night, we had all that chili. We had all that chili, but like nobody fucking showed up. But it's it's just like, what do people care about? Do they care about having fun or and watching, get, getting emotionally angry over sports? Or do they care about, you know, uh, a local artist who's like working his ass off, making his own CDs, making his own shirts and just trying to make a little bit of money from doing that? trying to make a living it's just it's crazy no it is it is and, and oh and you, you you really as a human you really have to be like a, you have to be a risk taker type you have to you have to fuck oh it. yeah you have to uh, accept criticism because every yep. anytime, anytime you create something you're gonna get followers and fans you're gonna get spam people that want to try to fuck you up, and then you're, yeah. and then you're gonna get haters, and that's yeah. that's just what you get. From yeah, you're either gonna you're either gonna get some energy vampires or people that are gonna really inspire you and fucking pump you up. Right. And that's how that's how it was uh, with the show Friday. Like the all the artists, uh, Patrick Warner and uh, John uh, John Van Dyke. And um, there's another guy. Uh, oh, I, I need to remember his name because he was awesome. Let me look it up. <laughs> Sorry. No, did you play the show? Oh, yeah, yeah. I opened up the show. Heck, yeah. You said the de death cap. I'm sorry, man. I'm just tired. You said that you played the death cap for Cutie and Johnny Cash. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a really fun show, but, it, yeah, it was just tough because we didn't make that much money. So we didn't have that much money to – I mean, because – That's what I'm saying. That's where it doesn't get fun. It's fun to put yeah. on – it's fun to play, but when you have to divvy up the money at the end of the night, that's mm -hmm. what things get. I've even heard Noah at Punk yeah. Rock Tacos count money for the band. He goes, oh, I fucking hate money. And I'm like, dude, I know how you feel right now. I get it. Like, yes, I hate money. Most, most of my life, I hate weed. You shouldn't even have to buy weed. That That's such mm -hmm. a fucking scam. So it's just... Yeah, it's a plan. It's grown, right? We should just have that. We should just be able to grow it ourselves, really. Is but, the but, problem. This, but, but the ego, the ego, a lot of dealers are egomaniacs. I'm a dealer. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, just before I lose this thought, so uh, it was Jess Jones was the other guy. Jess Jones oh, from right. Indiana uh, was the other performer. And um, 
I was listening to Mark Passio. It was like episode 24 of What on Earth is Happening of his podcast. I'm going through his entire podcast because today he just posted like the 245th episode or something he's at now. So I'm trying to go all the way through his work. Yeah. It's, it's quite extensive. But be, uh, before, I, before I lose my train of thought, he was talking about how, uh, how people – the reason why people get so tied up in sports and so emotionally attached to the tradition of sports is because a lot of the times is that people people aren't satisfied with their own personal lives and the way that their relationships are going. So in order to get that emotional cathartic type of release where they get like, you know, they get that animalistic like they channel that nature where it's like, yeah, ah, you know, because they they see in their own personal life that their their relationships might be failing or they might not get it. They might not be getting the love that they want or that they, you know, that most people need because a lot of relationships nowadays are so fucking fake. Um, yeah, and I think the older generations are kind of getting tired of each other. They love each other still, but they're kind of getting tired. You know, I mean, my mom tries to always correct my dad about every it's just really crazy it's just like yeah know. and my, it's stuff my, like my it's, dad's been through like cancer and beat it and all holy cow shit. yeah so like jeez yeah i don't know that's, I, that's I, brutal. I, just, I just can't be in a relation i mean i give props to everybody on this planet that found somebody that you're compatible with and this and this and this I, I mm. it's just not for me because I see how people treat each other as they get older and it's right. fucking it's nuts. Yeah, it really is nuts. Well, and I, it's, can't, it, I can't do it. I, I it's I, it's really weird to to say I'd rather be alone, but like I'd rather fucking be alone. <laughs> right. And it, it goes back to that like uh because like we we as a species we are so uh, we are so spiritually bereft that, like you know, like when when somebody does watch, you know, like I, I mean, not I'm not trying to call your parents out, but there's there's millions of relationships like that of married couples all over the country where like oh, they, they just nitpick. Yeah, nitpicking. That's that's the best word. And it's and especially with like the, around today, because like the Super Bowl, well, you know, like a wife will see a husband actually have fun for like thirty seconds or actually enjoy their life, and they get kind of like jealous. And it's like this weird sort of like energy van. That's why I say energy vampires all the time because it's like people see that shit and they want to like they they. They just want to suck it out of you, like it's like it's and it's like I see it all the time in all sorts of different types of relationships. I see it with like a parent and a, and children. I see it with like with relationships with couples. I see it with like uh, you know, just like man, just I see it between friends. You know, like yeah. it's, it's it's yeah, like you said, it's just nuts. Exactly, it's hashtag all capital letters nuts, dude. Like, I know, I agree. It's just, <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to be in a nitpicking relationship where no matter what you do, it's not good enough. It's just like uh, that's just crazy. But that's these rich, and that's these rich Elmhurst or what you said, Fisher 
Uh, that that's these yeah, Fishers, Indiana. Yeah, it's like higher, higher class. That they expect more out of life, which I get. I understand. Yeah, some people just can't do their ex, and I, and that that's where I've struggled with these people my whole life is that I can't do mm-hmm. their expectations. I just can't. Yeah, I agree. So I'm sorry to interrupt. I love what you're saying, but just to give you an example of what this place was. So we had a two bedroom apartment. We had a fireplace in the apartment and we had two bathrooms in the apartment. Uh, this, this place was $1,200 a month back in like 2018. Wow. Like uh, somewhere around there. I don't think it was 2018. I was, I was, like 22 i'm 29 now fishers yeah fishers indiana and it uh it was near it was like a basically it's a a suburb of indianapolis basically oh okay okay yeah that's why why it's nice yeah 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 that's that's the best way to put it yeah it was twelve hundred dollars a month and that's just for rent not even utilities and then we had a, our roommate had a dog, and you know how that is. So it's like for just to have a dog, it was like an extra two hundred dollars a month plus like uh, seventy five dollars a month for like some random deposit. You know, it's like they with these apartments, they just charge you with anything they want to, dude. Like, oh, you want a dog? Here's an extra three hundred dollars a month just because you want like you are a loving being and you want to have a creature next to you that you know you want to have a creature sleep with you it's just it's so frustrating yeah i feel you on all that it's and like actually i've never even are you an animal person like do you like cats or dogs you just me you're saying yeah oh i like dogs man i don't i don't really like cats they're weird i i guess i've never really i've never thought about that you know because everybody's like either a cat person or a dog person I mean, I've grown, up with, I've grown up with dogs my whole life, so, but, um... Same. I just can't yeah. do cats. They're too... They just want to lay somewhere all day your size. Oh, they're so needy to me. I think they are. And it's really funny is because cat people... Cat people think dogs are really needy. <laughs> it's just... Dogs can be needy, though. I do agree with that. Oh, Yeah. Um, Dogs can be fucking needy. They're like, like babies. Like they're like fucking babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dogs our dog. I don't know. Like I feel, and I feel like the animals that are like get breeding now are even crazier than they used to be. It's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Yes, yeah, just nuts. Like uh, what Mark Passio said. I think people just don't have money to like do stuff now. So, so how's punk rock tacos going? Like, do you get you got? Are you guys struggling to get people or what? No, there's people. A different amount each show. I'd be honest about that. Oh, gotcha. The last one, there were still probably forty people. About 30, 40 people. It was decent. Well, but still though, for for an area, for an area like that, you know, like I man, it should be way more. For the talent that, that you guys are bringing to, I know, but we, we live in a society of fucking people that don't understand how hard or they don't appreciate. Even my mom did Man. say, I'm, "I'm loving of her on this statement," but they're 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 not appreciative of how hard art is to make in the fucking first place. Yeah, and, and because, of, because of that, they can blow off your show because they don't fucking care. Yeah. And to add on to add on to that, like 
uh, I'm looking at a Punk Rock Tacos. I'm looking at February 9th because I was going to announce all the bands that you went to go see. Um, to, it's all ages. To, to have an all ages venue, dude, like I'm working with uh, working with the Meek these, these last couple of years. It is impossible to get an all ages venue. It costs so much money, dude, to get like alcohol and food and all ages venue. It's like it costs so much money to get just alcohol. It's like twenty seven hundred dollars, and that's wow. before you even start selling it. That's just to get the like to get the license to like. That's one of the hoops you got to jump through. You know, it's, in, no, it's all insane. I know, all I know is Noah has money for the bands, and they're grateful because some of their gigs. I guess some of the bands don't even get paid anything. So, um, yeah, they're grateful to run through punk rock tacos because. They're gonna get paid. Yeah, that's great. Heck yeah, that is really cool. I feel like, I I feel like Noah's probably connecting with new people like on a daily basis. Like that's not an exaggeration. Like he's doing really like Noah's done a lot of stuff, and he he like me like when I do something or he does something or you like we put our all into it. So oh um, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I, give, I mean, I give Noah a lot of credit for punk rock tacos because not many people in Chicago. Yes, there's bands playing at bars, but not mm. many people are doing something like this in Chicago. They're just not. Yeah, and a lot of the times, actually, um, this past Friday we were doing a show, and it was like, like we, like I said earlier, it was a solo artist showcase so it was a really chill show it wasn't that loud it wasn't as loud as a punk rock show or a metal show but um um the, so he the venue owner told me that south bend indiana like notre dame and south bend indiana they don't want punk rock or metal wow yeah and they th like he told me that he's like the city literally like gatekeeps it they block it out and he told, I was like, wow, that makes so much sense because a lot of the safe, you know, like literally, like that's the best way to, to describe them. A lot of the safe venues, like in downtown South Bend, they all, they only do like really generic music. It's not like there, there's no soul in it, you could say. That's what I mean, because punk rock still has this like, Negative, just like how weed forever had such a yeah, it, yeah, dude. Punk rock in some places they don't want that shit there. It's I mean I I'm not I'm not for them for saying yeah. that. I'm just saying like I it's nuts, man. Like and oh, dude, I'm sure I'm sure Elmhurst is like that. Like oh, no, yeah. no, oh, they probably don't even want shows, dude. Like acoustic artists only. <laughs> you know, like. I know what you mean. Yeah. No, and that's why I'm grateful for Villa Park next door because Villa Park's the more like blue collar suburb where there's there's homeless to millionaires there. So it's like it's cool. That's why I love hanging yeah. out there. That's why I've met so many cool people in Villa Park because they're down to earth. Even if they're poor, they're down to earth. And these Elmers people are it's just everybody yeah. just Get your shit together. Get your shit to, like in Villa Park. Oh. In Villa Park, everybody wakes up and smokes a blunt or has their coffee or whatever. In Elmer's, mm. it's like get out the door and get to work. Get out the door and get to. It's like the difference. Yeah. Between 
know probably how you guys feel about like Fishers and South Bend, you know, same mm -hmm. kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, that's how South Bend has like a mix like that where you could you could go to one bar and run into homeless people and like insanely rich people. In fact, actually there was a show uh we went to the garage uh, we went to uh, the Foley's played the garage in South Bend, and it was in downtown. And yeah, this show literally had like a homeless dude and um, this this couple that me and Jasmine ended up talking to. They were a super nice couple, but the whole time we we told them we as soon as we told them we were about to get married, the couple, the dude's wife was like, "You guys need to go to Mexico. You need to have your honeymoon in Mexico. It's super cheap. It's only like." $3,700 and you can get your passport. I'm like, what? $3,700? Like, I barely make my rent, lady. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't pay rent, but, you know, even if I did pay rent, I probably would barely make it. You know, it's like, she's like, you need to go to make Yeah. And then, well, one of the members of the Foley's that we actually drove with, yeah, there was, like I said, there was a homeless dude at the show. He's like, um, I have no idea how I'm going to get home and I can't afford an Uber and I live like on the other side of town. Uh, we didn't, we like, we didn't harass him. We didn't give him a hard time. Like, how did you get over here? How did you end up over here? Why are you spending money on alcohol? It was just like the, the other, the member of the band was like, where are you going? You know, like he was throwing up out in the back. So this is this is like this dude. The guy is a fucking legend. He was throwing out, throwing up in the alley. The bar like didn't want anything to do with him. The bar like wanted to kick him out. So we were like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna take him home before we. And then we went home. So damn squirt. Yeah. So I think that was awesome. I'm not. I'm gonna try to keep him keep the member anonymous. But that's why I love the Foley's because they do shit like that. Um, you know, like that when they say. <laughs> <laughs> when they say the full like if have you seen the foley's yet matt i don't think so no fuck man you gotta come and see them i know one of the players next uh i'll have to look at i'll i'll have to look it up i don't want to leave the facebook flyer because i still didn't shout out the bands that you saw this friday oh, but, shit. Um, but yeah that's why i love the foley's because that when they're at a show they'll say all you have to do is tap us in and like that's really how they are in real life. Like all you have to do is tap them in, and they'll get your back. Yeah, we we drove that dude home. He got home safely. Or no, he he actually stayed the night. I oh I forgot. He stayed the night at the the band members' house, and then uh, he just left in like the next morning. Okay. And so it was really cool. Like we all had fun with the dude. Like we drove him home. We were listening to uh uh like. We were ironically listening to Blink-182 on the way home. Like, I hate Blink-182, but... <laughs> and it's really secretistic that you said you mentioned them earlier. <laughs> I don't hate them, but... Oh, they, they drive me freaking nuts. <laughs> smart, though. How, how they marketed themselves, they're pretty smart, so... I mean, yeah, to, to get a leg up in this society, you kind of have to be, had to be at a certain level of intelligence, I think. You know, especially at the level that they're at. But anyway, so you went to February 9th. Uh, stop me. You were February 9th. That's when you went to the Punk Rock Tacos, right? Yeah. Punk Rock Tacos 42. So the Oracles played, Sex Dream, Second City Seance, Awful, and Lost Dead played. That sounds awesome. I, I, think, I think Oracles played at Skatopia, if I remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have yeah, I was watching. Um, 
It's just uh, Noah makes so many connections. He's fucking. He's really good at the connection shit. It's just, oh yeah. Well, and that's not, another thing. I'm not well, as good as it because I've tried to reach out for help so many times with projects and people just leave you high and dry and it's just like. Yeah, know. yeah, it's it's hit or miss with that. Like people are either really good at communicating or they're absolutely horrible and they're pretentious assholes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna say that was a. Uh, that's one thing about playing shows is that you don't, un or, or at least when I, what I've done with working with this venue is that there's so much underrated talent and they come out of the woodwork. And there, there's a lot of bands out there who really just want a place to play. Right. And then it fucking sucks that people don't show up and, you know, they only get like $30 for the gas money for driving like four hours. You know, like <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like one of the dudes this Friday drove. Uh, I think he said three hours, and he made he made like thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he made something. But shit, thirty. Yeah, he deserves a lot, much more than thirty bucks. It's freaking wild. Yeah, it really is. Hmm. It's not. Hell yeah. So I think I think I hit on all the topics that I wanted to. Oh wait, no, actually, before uh, I I know I'm sure you're tired from the game, but so I tried to post. Uh, I posted a song because this Wednesday, uh, my little sister, my mom, Jasmine, and I for for Valentine's Day, we're all gonna go see the Bob Bob Marley movie. Oh, nice. So in order to promote the Bob Marley movie, Ziggy Marley, his son, posted, he went like, you know, he did one of those late night TV shows where they play a song at the end of the show. Uh, he, yeah. played, he played the song, he played Bob Marley's song, Could You Be Loved? And I tried to post it on Facebook. And Facebook said, sorry, that post that you're sharing couldn't be loaded. It may have been recently deleted. What? And it said that, it said that the video went against the, the, um, the Facebook community standards. Dude, this nods. Yeah, yeah. And all I, I didn't say anything like, you know, like weird or like racist because I'm not racist. I don't say racist shit anyway. But you know, like I, I just posted the song. I said I posted grooving, and then I posted like three emo emojis. You know, like because I was grooving. Right. And Facebook was like slapped me. Like, nope, that's not going up. So apparently, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, Bob Marley goes against Facebook's community standards. And Could You Be Loved is like, man, that's one of the best songs of like the entire human race. That song is so fucking beautiful. It's so good. Well, you're right. It is. Yeah. That's <laughs> just for, that's how that's Facebook well, for you. So, social media is crazy, <laughs> man. Gosh. Man, Social somebody... media is just too crazy. It's just oh yeah. You know, like I built up so many pages and then they just get hacked. It was like this is fucking ridiculous. Like, uh... well, I mean, I, I I will give you some criticism. I do see that uh, like your Facebook has a lot of like sketchy, those weird like you know uh, spam accounts like that you're friends with. I mean, I'm trying not to add any of those people, but... Maybe that was a long time ago. I don't know. Yeah, it probably was. 
Yeah, because then, like, they'll add, they'll add me, and it'll be like, Matt, you have a mutual friend with this person through Matt Bennett. And I'm like, oh, this person's a bot. But wow. it's, it's always a chick, too, you know? It's always, like... <laughs> Some beautiful-looking chick, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, Photo, so Photoshop scam. shit. There's so many scam weirdos out there. It's just... Um, so how how long you, you got to work tomorrow? How long are you trying to go on here for? Oh, just like an hour. We're at like fifty six minutes. It's all good. Okay, awesome. A little over an hour, whatever. No, I'm pretty awake. I, just, I smoked. I'm I'm awake again. It's all good, man. Nice. I, I'm a really high energy person. I've been up since six thirty this morning. So holy cow, dude! Damn. But I worked. But they let me go early at two, so it was awesome. Okay. Nice. That is pretty cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you subscribed to the channel, right? I'm sure you are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, like, I'm going to, I'm going to be posting a bunch of, uh, video game videos. Like I've been doing, I grind. So I grind a video game and then I'll just have like our friend, our, I guess you could say like a brotherly familial, podcast of crazy life stories is cubbyhole podcast and they're friends of beagle eye visions of course you know so i've been i've been grinding video games and just having their episodes of their podcast play in the background uh to try to you know that's my way of kind of my way of doing the one great work with the equipment that i have but on top of that i'm going to be posting all of these songs from friday night throughout the week nice so, uh, I know, I know you're only into the old school video games, but as far as the music video goes, like we have uh, Patrick Warner live at MEAC number nine, and uh, Patrick Warner live at MEAC number ten posted tomorrow. I'll post up number uh, eleven, which I think number eleven is a song name. Right on, man. But yeah, pay attention. Those songs are super chill. All the songs that I'm going to be posting up this week all are uh, they're, they're it's like Charlie Parr's music. Yeah, he's so good, dude. He's a fucking legend, dude. Oh that my cheap, god, that cheap wine song. That I think that's one of his best. But oh yeah, that I listened song to, is beautiful. He was on that like KXEP whatever in Seattle. Yeah, see, KEXP. They're awesome. Story, yeah. Oh yeah, they are. They they host a lot of cool artists. Yeah, yeah. they had Mac DeMarco in there too. That was a good one. Nice. Heck yeah. And uh, Albert Hammond Jr. This is all like chill stoner music. They had the Strokes in there before. Yeah. So when they had their new album, the Growlers were in there. Bunch of legends. Legends. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I'm taking the underground. Yeah. Heck yeah. I don't care. Fucking famous. I'll be infamous. Who cares? That's the way to do it, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, but those people have so many fucking problems. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, under slavery, we all have problems, right? Well, yeah, you're not lying. <laughs> we all got we all got problems with slavery. I know, the slavery even, we're check dealing it with. Out. Check it out. But even becoming famous is slavery too. So it's just like. Oh yeah, that's why I love. That's why I love the TV show Entourage. That's I've, a talked, great show. I've talked about it before. Yeah, like I own, we own all the seasons over here at Beagle Eye Visions, because uh, 
It's just I don't know. It's and like they have rappers go on there. Like it's really interesting because they'll have they'll have rappers like Kanye West is on an Entourage episode. <laughs> and I think uh, I don't know if I said this before, but I wrote it down. I need to delete this out of my phone. But it's like I I, I always say Entourage is a deep reflection of the fakeness of Hollywood slash hip hop artists. Um, like I said, there's one episode with Kanye West in it. And um, you know how like rappers always talk about murder and gold change and lavish lifestyles, but they do they actually <laughs> murder? You know, do they do they actually own the fancy car, or is it leased because they're uh, because they have a financial advisor agent that tells them to to lease it out instead of owning it? You know, it's like, and that's what that's one of the things in Entourage that the main character always gets cussed out by one of his one of his by his actual financial advisor because he spends too much money he's like you need you're spending too much money and it's like it's it's so funny he's a celebrity but he he's got all this money but he has all these handlers right right, right. And, that, and that's sort of the dark side to hollywood i get it's get i mean we we don't have to get into it tonight but yeah that's that's the dark side of hollywood there's an awesome podcast i always plug them on here they're called wake the dead podcast they're actually on the Mark Passio's website, uh, um, the One Great Work Network. So, if yeah, that's for the listeners. Listeners, if you guys like what we're talking about, definitely go check out Wake the Dead podcast. They're they break down movies and like they do notes on their movies, and they get like just very intelligent people to talk about the movies. Like they talk about No World or Leave the World Behind, the recent Netflix movie, and um, they just posted a new episode too. I need to go see it, but I've been watching Mark Passio like crazy. <laughs> um, man, I forgot. I forgot what I was going to talk about. I was really. I wanted to ask you some questions, but I brain farted. Um, dang. <laughs> I know. Um, but so when you come to town with Shitizen and uh, Acton's dictums, when we all hang out, we're not. We decided we're not going to be able to get a hotel room since we're we're all still jobless. We're trying to get jobs, but it's it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like this is the period where job jobs will don't don't start hiring until it gets really warm out, until like the spring. I hear you, man. I, I'll get a room, dude. It's all good. Oh no 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 no! Like you can you can stay here again. We'll clean out the garage. Is what I was gonna say. All right, all right. Yeah, we'll make it well real comfortable for you, and then you know I'll like. If it's nice out, it'll be in April, so it might just be like one of those days. It might be one of them crisp air, cold mornings, you know, like a Skatopia morning when you wake up. I, I could, I could cook us breakfast on the flat top grill. Like I'll cook us a shit ton of food, you know, instead of being at a hotel. We won't be at a hotel, but you'll, you know, we'll be at home. We'll be here again, so I'll, we'll just cook a big ass breakfast. We'll hang out all day. And how long are you gonna stay in town? I don't know, a couple days, maybe two, three days. Yeah, two three days would be fucking sweet. We'll cook yeah, breakfast yeah, and dinner. I'll dude, I'll think of an awesome dinner where I'll I'll marinate some steak or something like that. Like we'll 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 live it up, dude. We'll eat like kings, bro. Sounds good, man. Baked potatoes. Ooh, okay. Yeah, hey, dude. I I could dude, I could make some mean baked potatoes, bro. Wait, yeah, is, is that what I did last time? I don't know. Oh, I thought I couldn't remember if I cooked for you last time. I came last time you came to town. Oh, I don't think so. Oh yeah, we'll do baked potatoes. Everybody yeah, here. When I got there, when I got there, you were at the venue and Jasmine had some. Oh, 
Yeah, that's right. So I, I didn't I didn't get to cook for you. Yeah, so yeah, I'll definitely make some baked potatoes. Everybody here in the house loves my baked potatoes because I do I do twice baked, twice baked. So I'll bake them. I'll put all the toppings on them, and then I'll kind of like rewrap them in aluminum foil and bake them again, and with like with cheese and bacon bits and oh, and banana peppers or like I'll I'll ask the person what toppings they'll like because we have like banana peppers and jalapenos. We we just we go all out. <laughs> Oh, we, yeah. we don't mess around with our dinners over here, Beagle Eye. Beagle Eye, <laughs> Beagle Eye food. Hell yeah! Speaking of, I ate a shit ton of junk food. I'm not too happy about it. I ate a crap ton oh, of whatever. junk food. Whatever. I eat today. junk food every day. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I ate a bunch today. I was beating myself up over it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Donuts and and Reese's. It's on the shelf to buy. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I kept smoking too. That doesn't help. I was ripping the bong. <laughs> Speaking of, I got a couple more uh, bongs that we'll be able to get to use. Like I got a Rick and Jasmine got me a Rick and Morty bong and uh, wow. like, a, like a, a green one. I have a pipe I haven't even used yet that I got for Christmas. So. <laughs> If well, depend if you stay long enough, maybe uh you know if I don't drink too much Friday night, um maybe we'll go to the, the dispensary. Yeah. Hell yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be great. Yeah, I wish I wish uh, I sent Dennis an invite as usual, but I guess it was uh it was just too late tonight for him. No, I know. I kind of thought about that, but I I don't know what could I do. I had I. I mean, everybody was at my parents' house, my siblings and shit, so I kind of had to go there. So it's just like, that's I mean, cool. We, we start. I mean, we didn't start like an hour late, so he probably thought it just wasn't happening or whatever. But which is, it's all yeah, good. I'd say, I'd say we still did a pretty good job. I know everybody. Oh, yeah. loves, I know everybody loves Dennis. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, we got Dennis. Got some fans now. <laughs> that's so awesome Ooh. i love that though it makes this me is crazy like from from this podcast dennis has fans it's just nuts heck yeah yeah and we did just like beagle eye visions did, uh, reviewed his book just like yours too you know so oh, yeah, Drifter yeah you, guys, you guys need to write more books man both of you guys i hear ya. <laughs> but that's a lot I'm of like, work you know yeah I know, man. That art is so hard, and all these people that just go to jobs their whole life—they have no idea how hard it is to even complete an art project from step one to step. Oh one. yeah. Well, they they love the comfort, you know. They they would they love their servitude. That's what Mark Mark was talking about in the episode that I was listening to. You know, they just—it's just so comfortable for them to not think, right? You know, and to just take orders and. You know, like, oh, get a job, get an apartment, get health insurance, go here, get a car. Now you're successful. Now do this. Five days on, two days off. Five days on, two days off. For, right. for 70 years, and then you can retire. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know what? You know what a lot of retired people do? They get a part-time job. So yeah. Every uh, every person that I've met that or that I've known that has retired, they've always had a part time job. It's insane, man. Every every single time, just be, just to pay the bills, they still had to get a part time job. Dude, you're forced to. 
I know, but like working is an addiction of its own. This is nuts. Yeah, it's all religions. Yeah, it's an addiction. Oh, it's like you dude. said, it's a religion. It's dude, an addiction, was, the religion of money, you know? There was there were two crazy Jesus commercials during the Super Bowl. And oh, one, one, about, one about stop hating the Jews. It was crazy. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. my God, dude. <sighs> like who's going around? It's not like World War Two anymore. There's not Nazis walking around with red armbands on their fucking, on their you know on their arms. Like who is going around hating Jews? I swear they just they just make shit up and like to it to, again to like give you anxiety. They just make shit up to put you put you in that state of fear. Like oh people are hating Jews again like oh what is it just like the Nazis like we're gonna have to go to World War Two again because people are hating Jews it's like what no nobody's out there hating Jews I don't believe that like <laughs> I know it's too well I'm, whatever there's people that hate every race or every ethnicity or whatever yeah but, but I mean you know if you think about it people like that are they're they're like shy they're not like overtly like in your face racist because they know that society is like learned from their mistakes hopefully you know what i mean like racism is really quiet it's like it's a it's a whisper it's not or at least until when trump was president racism kind of got a little bit louder there but uh-huh. <laughs> you know but it's like still i'm donald trump that guy's nuts oh gosh I know, but like, Biden's nuts too. They're they're both fucking nuts. Oh, they're ins- they're both insane. Yeah, insane. more insane than we are. Way more. We, <laughs> we don't want to hurt a bunch of other people with lies and yeah. Oh, we and- don't want to hurt anybody. Not even like period. Like we don't want to hurt anybody. No, I'm too nice of a person. And I and I've been hurt. Oh, yeah, so I know what it's like to get hurt. So fucking, I would not do that to someone else. No, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, because this is what I was saying. Um, I didn't post a new episode yet, but um, so for one of the episodes of Grinding that I'm going to be doing, it's going to be episode number fifteen with featuring Cubbyhole Podcast. Uh, I talked about how the allegory of a, the movie called Nightcrawler. Have you ever seen that movie? I've heard of it. I don't know if I've seen it. Oh, it's got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. So, I mean, it's a really good allegory. It's very entertaining. And it's about how the Jake Gyllenhaal character, he has zero emotion. And so at the beginning of the movie, he's taking, he just starts out as taking pictures of crime scenes of people like who got in car accidents. And like sometimes he'll go to the crime scene. The person is still, still alive and still breathing. And he doesn't, like, do anything about it. He's like, I just have to get this picture so I can get more money for myself. And throughout the movie, he keeps getting more and more successful. And as he's getting more and more successful, he he starts getting more and more manipulative and more and more evil. And uh, he starts getting more and more immoral. Like, his actions start getting more extreme as the movie goes on. And it's, it's it's a perfect allegory about how psychopathic people do not feel emotions and and they 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 do immoral actions because of their lack of emotions you know people like me people people like me and you moral people like when like let's say we accidentally hurt somebody or like you know we 
like we're messing around or like we're wrestling or like, you know, like back when you were drinking, we would, you know, pe people who are drinking, they start wrestling like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. Like if somebody gets hurt, it's like, oh, you know, like we have that feeling. We're not psychopaths. You have uh, that you have that emotional response. And they talk about that in the Cubbyhole podcast in multiple episodes. I mean, they Brandon Martin and his and his cousin uh, Nate Cap, they just they just do an excellent job on, you know, explaining these qualities of what makes a, a truly psychopathic person. It's not like like we said on the last episode, it's not a deity that's like, you know, blown a CGI devil that's blown out of proportion. It's usually a a, a Satanist is a person like in a suit and tie who's ready to like step all over anybody, even people in his own family to get more money. You know, like, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, and that's how it is. That's how these people are. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's, Heck yeah. It's, it's a really weird society. I don't know. I mean, it's it's really hard not to get pissed off these days. That That's what sucks. Or or at least frustrated. If, if you don't oh, let, yeah. If you don't let yourself get to pissed off, you'll at least get frustrated. And I get frustrated yeah. a couple times at work. I'm so sick of everywhere being shorthanded. It's just, it's, it's absurd. When I'm out doing carts, sometimes I get a little pissed because mm -hmm. they, they have to send me out for carts because cashiers just want to call in and Oh, I see. Not get fired, and I don't know. It's just it's fucked up. Sorry, Squirt's just over here like making groaning noises. Sorry if you hear him, but yeah, that is okay. messed up. Yeah, like people call off, and then yeah, like just what we said earlier, people will call off, and most of the times they're on you know vacation or they drank too much alcohol, you know, and it's right. They, they let them slide because you know maybe they just. You know, like I've noticed that jobs, like they'll keep people just because they, this is going to sound really like bizarre, but they'll keep people just because they look good. Oh, no. You know, or they'll keep people just because of like their type of energy or like they're really flirtatious type of person. Right. You know, and they just like flirt with everybody. They flirt with customers. They flirt with employees, you know. Like, <laughs> like I've I've met some women that are like that, where it's like, yeah, women will they'll get like, oh yeah, I just went to a Taylor Swift concert and I got so drunk and I called off yesterday and I got away with it and <laughs> like, right, like you those know, types. yeah, yeah, and they get away with it, like yeah, and people like people us, I guess I don't know, just uh, speaking for myself, I guess just us ugly people just have to keep showing up to work, like I don't know, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. No, that that that's one of the craziest things about what's going on in this world is that <laughs> the people that don't show up don't really get punished because the companies are so desperate for anybody to show up. It's just right. It, it's bad. I know, but the customers at Whole Foods have no idea how messed up our store is right now. Like they have no clue. Like. That's crazy. And yeah, and they'll say they're understaffed, but then there's people like me who like people like me and Jasmine right now, we're, we're applying, we're going to Jasmine went like to seven interviews throughout the last two weeks. You know, it's like, she's, I've been to, uh, I've been to, uh, oh, I've only been to one interview, <laughs> but, 
But still, you know, I went to one interview and then the next day I call them up and they're saying, oh, we're fully staffed. Well, it's like, well, why would you fucking book me for an interview in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they'll tell their employees that they're, they'll tell people like me that they're fully staffed and then tell their employees that they're, they're understaffed and that as soon as some, one person calls off, they have to show up or lose their job. It's, it's just, yeah, they keep people in a state of fear. So they're just in this constant state of just chaos, inter, inter, internal chaos. I know. Um, and it works. Even if you're a strong person, like people like us that sees, is seeing what's really going on. It works, though, the internal chaos. Because sometimes when I'm having a bad moment at work, then I'll turn to myself and oh, I fucked up and this and, and then it's the internal chaos. Yeah. Right. Or another word, uh, a lot of people on the One Great Work Network say this word a lot. It's another word that I think people in the audience should do research into is, is cognitive dissonance. In cognitive dissonance, I've talked about it before. It's like when you when you think you're doing a good thing, and when in reality it's an immoral thing. Like it's like you think when you think you're going to work, you think you're contributing to society, and then like you're 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 you know you're like you're part you're you're part of the cog in the machine, helping helping to make things run smoothly. But it's like in reality, like we're we're paying taxes. Which is paying for war, which is like they're robbing, taking money out of our paychecks, and then you know, like, and then they're lying to us because like they tell us they're understaffed, and it's. Uh, I kind of brain farted on where I was going with that, but. No, it's all good. I just feel like. <laughs> yeah, like you you get a job and then you have no fucking say about anything. It's just. Like, I don't know. Right, and if you don't bend over backwards, you know, it's like. If you request you know, to go back to the Thanksgiving analogy, you know, people who've listened, who followed this podcast know about your Thanksgiving thing. You know, they, you request Thanksgiving, they tell you you don't have it off. And then at the last minute, they give you it off. Yeah, that it's was just, one of the craziest things I've ever, I've been through crazy retail shit for a long time, but that was one of the craziest things I've ever been through, man, because, because I had no idea what I was even going to do for. I had visions of just be, me being alone in my apartment on Thanksgiving, while that's you know, stressful, dude. Everybody's fucking just having fun in Arizona and this and that. It's just Jesus like, Christ, that's stressful. And then on top of it, as I always say, Damn. it's not even enough money to live on. It's just... Exactly. That right there, I'm like, I'm not saying you have cognitive dissonance or anything, but they, it's just that they keep us in a state of confusion. It's yeah. really what it is, and it's it is know, it is because it's confusion because there's all these people that claim. I'm not talking about Brandon Martin; he's like a real truth teller, but like, oh yeah, Rapacio is a real one. But there's all these fake truth tellers out there that are like spreading the wrong thing. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Basically, like anybody who's like a lot of the TED talks, you know, for an example, to to tack on to what you were saying, like all the TED talks. There was a TED talk, dude. Like people, people who say like TED talk is a prestigious, like like if you go to a college and you get the opportunity to do a TED talk, like it's it's a really it's supposed to be like a really good thing. But I think it's a horrible thing. 
but you know it's like people get really excited like oh you're doing a ted talk like oh that's awesome like oh, oh like good for you what an accomplishment but it's like there was a ted talk where a chick was like trying to normalize pedophilia Wow. But, you know, but at the same time, there have been TED Talks, like, by the skateboarder Rodney Mullen, or there have been TED Talks by the skateboarder of Tony Hawk. He's done TED Talks, and there have been famous musicians. But again, it's like, you know, they say that TED Talk is this great accomplishment, but, like, to take it back to the morals thing, I don't care if I sound like a broken record, but, you know, TED Talk, none of them talk about morals. None of them go to the actual root and people look up to this stuff. It's yeah, it's like it's it's I don't know, it's just it's really just fake. It's I know they're just pushing all this stuff on us. Just, yeah. I hate it, man. I, I hate I, I every day I feel robbed of fucking my life because Yeah. Yeah. It's like even the tax thing, like oh, I'm so excited I'm gonna get my tax return. It's like they shouldn't even be taking taxes out in the fucking first place. But exactly. Nobody, but nobody wants to talk about it. There's, I can't wait to get my tax return. That's all you hear is, I can't oh wait. Oh, my God. Yeah, it makes me want to pull my hair out. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting robbed from our check every week or two weeks, whatever, how you get paid. We're getting mm. robbed on our check every week, and we're supposed to be satisfied with that amount. Like, like, well, that's... That's the thing. People with kids, they get a lot more than people, single guys like us get. Oh, know? I know. Dude. And I'm not even single, but I'm just, I'm not married through the state, so I'm still considered to be single. It's so stupid. It's, yeah, so they get excited because they get thousands of dollars back, and like me and you get like $400. Like, you can't even buy a car with that anymore. No, dude, I know single people get screwed in this country. I'm yeah, serious. and it, there's a reason for that, but people don't think about it. Uh, like you said, people don't want to talk about it, uh, but there's a reason because people with kids, it's like, what, well, what do most people with kids do? They send their kids to public education. So it's like the, the government gives them, oh, they give them a tax, a quote-unquote tax break, which is totally immoral because people like us deserve that money just as much as anybody else does because we work just as hard as they do. But because they have a couple of kids, they get an like extra $1,000. And it's like because they want the kids to – I'm sorry, let me just finish this thought. They want the kids to look up to the government as they're raised, you know, and then, like, the kids are born into this society where the par parents, around tax time every year, they, the parents get a little bit happier because they get to go shopping. You know, they get to go be self-indulgent and hedonistic. They get like, oh, I get a little bit more money back because I had a kid. But, mo you know, most of the times they don't even spend any of that money on their child is from what I've seen. I know a lot of people who have kids and they, none of them spend their tax money on their kids. They'll, I mean, they'll go, like I said, they'll go shopping or they'll go out to dinner, but they won't, they won't like put their money away for education. They won't buy books for their children. You know, they won't buy, they won't, you know, they won't go buy, a, go out and buy a Manly P. Hall book. They won't like go and support what on earth is happening with any of this money or, or, you know, send their kid through Mark Passio's class or nothing like that, which talks about morals, which is why I love Mark Passio's class. Sorry, I'm kind of going off now, but. <laughs> it's all good. No, that's why I was just gonna say I just feel this other type of sickness 
at being at, at a job where everybody has kids at these jobs. They have to go to a job because they have a kid. So they mm-hmm. have to go to a job. And when you're a single person that has no kids at these jobs, you're like, I, right away, you're like, I'm not like these people. So it's, it's right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I have a mental illness about people with kids versus single people. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I really do because it, it bothers me to see all these idiots raising kids. And like you said, getting like yeah, killer, exactly killer tax returns and killer amounts of food stamps and like it's yeah and they and they, they like I said they take that money and they go get a new car you know right and like from what we talk about with cars all the time cars are traps there's like there's no there's no way around it it's a trap you know like, <laughs> like no, I'm not doing it. I- I don't have money saved for one right now. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing a fucking car. I have a yeah. bicycle. You can, go, you can smoke weed on a bicycle on the sidewalk and cops really can't do shit. So, no. Yep. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate driving. Like, it's so yeah, same. It's so fucking stressful. It's tra- well, and that people say a car is freedom, but in reality, like, they, it's just another way that they get money out of you. Uh, on top, I know we always talk about taking a car to a mechanic. We always talk about that. But on top of that, you know, like you get pulled over and if a cop just doesn't like you, if a cop is just having a shitty day, he can fucking give you a ticket for anything he wants to. I know. You know, it's crazy. I mean, shit, you could ride a bike. And if a cop could pull you over and give you a ticket for anything he wants to, if you don't have the proper lights on your bike, you know, if you don't have a headlight on your bike, if that's how it is in Indiana. Yeah, they're they're a little more lenient about that here, but well, that's I, cool. I, I'm sure. I'm sure in the past people have gotten tickets though. I'm sure. Oh, when I when I lived with my dad, because my dad's like he's kind of a, he's the same way. Like he doesn't drive. He cars that often. He always used to drive a bike when he lived in Mishawaka. But yeah, he got a ticket for because his bike didn't have a light, and it was literally like they just the cop was just having a probably having a bad day and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pick on you and you're gonna pay money to the state because you don't have a fucking headlight, which is not an immoral action, you know. Not having a headlight on your fucking bike and riding it at night is not an immoral action. You're not hurting anybody, right?" And, you know, they extracted him for money. And that's what they do constantly with people with cars. It's, you know, when they to see people with cars, you know, they see Matt Bennett driving in a vehicle full of CDs. (laughs) You know, they're going to extract him and give money to the state. It's such bullshit. And that's why why it's immoral. Yeah, man. Society sucks. And everybody who has kids... Wants to be part of society. See, that's how I feel. I feel because I don't have kids, I can't really be part of this kind of society. I just right. can't. Yeah, there's that that separation. Yeah, separation. Bizarre. It's, it's a weird feeling too. Yeah, yeah it's and it's almost like you feel inadequate. It's just like exactly. Yeah, and a lot of people exploit it. You know, like. Uh, Whenever we, I mean, Jasmine just went to a birthday party with all of her cousins. I decided not to go, but, you know, whenever you go to places like that, everybody's like, when are you going to have a kid? 
when are you gonna have when are you guys gonna have a kid like it's it's just so weird oh i know and it, and it creates like for even like i know like i'm not i used to be fucking single and i when i drank a lot but even like with me and jasmine being together it creates a separation with us because we feel like we can't afford to have a kid and raise a kid in the capacity that we want to and still we get all this pressure like from everybody from literally everybody like we went to a funeral this past like what people are like i'm surprised you haven't had a kid yet it's like why are you surprised we have no money like, <laughs> no. I know like, you'd be in an even worse situation if you had a kid right now. Like, exactly, yeah, it'd be even more. I would too. I would too, man. I, I can't do that shit. Like, I'm mm. here to make art. Like, whether it succeeds or not is up to fans. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not here to procreate and fucking have kids and be like yeah. everybody. I'm, I'm not here to be like everybody else. And that's and why. That's- I've- that's, that's why okay. I'm so much. Like, <laughs> no, no. I, what I'm saying is good, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Society, yeah. Society wants you to fucking be like them, and you're like, dude, I've already had too many experiences. But there's no way I could be like you. So. <laughs> exactly, and there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody who says otherwise, fuck those people. There's nothing wrong with oh, not wanting to have kids and live live your own way. There's nothing wrong. Right. with that. There's nothing wrong with experimenting with your own consciousness or, you know, doing what you want with your life, period. It's, it shouldn't be a debate, but, you know, oh, there's know, but, so much... but, but so many parents raise their kids and fuck them up. And make yeah. them, they, just, they, they have to do stuff they don't want to do all day long instead of stuff they do want to do all day long. That's what I, that's yeah. how I came from. You have to do this. You have to do this. Yeah, you have to do this. You have to get a job. You have to go to school. You have to get a degree. Like, <laughs> I know. We can keep going if you want to, but I like I really have to use the bathroom. It's kind of uncomfortable now. Um, I don't. Do you want to wrap up or keep going or? We could just wrap up. We're at a minute or an hour and a half. So okay. So I was just. I I love the topics. It's kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm all for keep going too, either or, but we could wrap it up. That's probably cool. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, let me just, let me just go use the bathroom real quick. I'll be back. All we'll, right, sounds play, sounds we'll play it by ear. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. Nuts. Oh, people are nuts. You have to go to work. You have to go to work. You have to go to work. People are nuts. Yeah, people are nuts. Smoke weed. Ah, people are nuts. Yeah. Oh, I'm way nuts. Way nuts. Way left field nuts. Who's nuts? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> oh, I know, dude. I was out doing carts earlier today, and I had to go so bad. I just went right in the store and went. I'm like, I got to take care of it. I know, dude. When you got to pee... And you're in like a situation where you like can't really pee at work. Yeah. Like 
It's fucking nuts. Oh, I hate work. See, that's the thing about work. It's like, you know, we can't even pee when we want to. Like, isn't that no, insane? I just oh, don't understand why everyone's parents are, you're going to be controlled. Like, why? Yeah. And they're okay with it. Like, that person who I mentioned earlier with the Facebook comment, like, you contradict yourself a lot. No, the fuck I don't, dude. I'm pretty... Fu- like, I know I drink alcohol, but I'm pretty fucking intelligent. I do not fucking contradict myself at all. It's just... These people don't understand what real freedom is. Because they don't understand no, they what don't. the definition of they a don't. right is. Like I said, the guy from that started UFC fighting, Dana White, he goes, Americans have no clue what freedom even is. And he goes, they're so far from it right now that they couldn't even tell what it was. Like, yeah. exactly Dude, like, we don't That's even know. We don't what even was his know. Name? Oh, Dana, uh, Dana White. He that said that. Name? Yeah. Dang. Is that his last name? I don't know, man. I'm tired, but it's, uh, it's, U- it's UFC. I, I don't. I couldn't help you with there. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. Fo- I don't follow that shit either. I'm, but I'm just. I'm more familiar with movies and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like yeah, I I that's the but truth. He, he, I saw a video on TikTok <laughs> basically of him saying all this stuff, and it's like like Americans are clueless to what freedom even means. And it's like, yep, it's true though. It's fucking true. Like everybody thinks they're free when they're being monitored and recorded. And I don't know, man. We're we're so fucked from being free. It's crazy right now. Yeah, it really is. And it's like, what can we do? It's like, we can start a podcast, you know, but then even, even then, like, it's tough to get people to pay attention. How do we get, you know, like, how do you get people to pay attention? It's so hard. It is because people <laughs> are fucking, I don't know, throughout, throughout a person's day, they're so fucking distracted with, and bombarded with so many thoughts mm-hmm. and and distractions like advertisements and uh, it's nuts. I mean, I've had so many jobs, dude. I was so close to get, get freedom when I first got disability, and my mom, I didn't have a job at the time, and uh, my mom was like, "Just let him go free for once." And then, of course, now I'm still stuck in the working world. It's like, this is nuts. Like, huh. It always goes back to that, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I got to go back to work. It's <laughs> Yeah, like I know. Like, like, that, like you and I know that feeling so well, that got to go back to work feeling after you maybe were off for a little while. It's crazy. Heck, yeah. And so, like, I, I do want to mention, I'm, I want to try to, keep it uh, as anonymous as possible but i have one of my one of my teacher friends um he's 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 going to work he he he's he's like his job's being threatened because his uh his the section of his his department is kind of being like bullied out of the job basically like so Part of the school is like pushing all of these uh, to autistic kids, and he's in college. Like, so, and some of these people who, some of these people who are my age, you know, they're going, or probably a little bit younger, probably, you know, like 22, 23, they're, they're getting diagnosed with autism 
in their adult life, like they're being 23. So they're, they're basically like not turning in assignments that they should because they're getting diagnosed with autism and all these kids that are getting diagnosed with autism are getting pushed into his department. And he's like, he's like getting pissed off because the, his department isn't giving any pushback. He's like, dude, we are college. This is a college. We are not a high school. You know, it's like we need to start telling some of these students that we can't either we can't take them and we're done enrolling or, you know, they need because because if they don't if they don't start producing results, their funding is going to get taken away and they're going to lose their jobs. But it's it's the way that colleges are nowadays. They just want to coddle people. They want to coddle students and like they 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 want to like give them everything. They want to spoil them, basically. And that's like, that's not what education is about, period. Whether high school, elementary, doesn't matter. Like, if you don't understand two plus two equals four, you're not getting a passing grade, period, and you're not moving on. But in today's, yeah. to the, today's society, I'm sorry, let me finish this. But like what we were saying earlier, very synchronistically, it's like uh, people who are not doing their job correctly are getting promotions and they're like, they're not being punished. Like what you said earlier, like people who are not, showing up to work on time who need to be replaced aren't being replaced and yep like that's our that's the nowadays it seems like that's the quote unquote foundation of our society and it's like you know in my eyes that's not a very solid fucking foundation <laughs> you know? like, no it's not it's just <laughs> Just the fact that most of this country doesn't want to work anymore. So if you're one of the people that exactly. has to go to these jobs, you just feel insane. You're like, like I've already been labeled insane in this country, and I'm still at work. It's just like, all right, I guess I have to work the rest of my fucking Ooh. life. Yeah, I'm. Hold on, I'm so. I just had a like a click. So part of the episode I was listening to, he said. Uh, Mark said that going to work, it's it's a ritual. So he related going to work as a ritual abuse, and a lot of people don't think about it like that, but it, it really is, you know, if you take it to that level. Yeah, I think it's an addiction. I think work is a fucking addiction of its right. own. It's an addiction, and what, what I mean by ritual, it's like, you know, like, what well, we joke about all the time, but five days on, two days off, five days on, two days off. That's a fucking ritual, dude. That's what I mean. That's why people you that know? work like, that's why people that wait tables or do retail, we're like, we're never five days on, two days off. I'm like three days on, a day off, two days on, a day off. It's like, Right. Well, still, I mean, it's still, it's still in a ritual form. You know, you got to certain time of day, wake up, you know, go wake up, go to work, do this, get told what to do for eight hours a day, then go home, you know, and then go back to your apartment, which is, you're not even allowed to exercise your own rights of experimenting with your own consciousness inside of your own apartment. It's just like, you have no freedom at work. You have no fucking freedom at home. Where the fuck does a guy get to be, a fucking guy, you know, like not to bring sex into it, but <laughs> no, I know what you mean, but whatever or whatever gender, whatever. It yeah, matter. exactly. What when when you get to fucking breathe? Let's put it that yeah, way. You can't. You're always stressed. Yeah, every, so... <gasps> every day you wake up and you think about money right away. You think about oh shit, oh. I make so 
But fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, I've been there. I know that feeling. It fucking sucks. It's a prison. I know you're you're in a prison at your home. You're in a prison at your work. And I mean, you're in a prison when you drive around in a car. Yes. Like, cars are mobile prisons. It's just Exactly. It's another way for them to extort money from you. To and as soon as if you get a speeding ticket. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that the older generation are the ones that wants the younger generation to do what they did. So it's just Yeah. Exactly. Be like me, fit in my mold, you know, because I did this. So you have to do it and you're my kid because I own you. It's, you know, it's, it's like, I own you. You're my kid. I did this. So you have to do it. Uh, that's the only thing that makes sense to my brain. You know, it's. <laughs> yeah, that's how most, that's how most parents in this country, like there's some people that have cool parents that let them smoke pot at an early age or this or that. Yeah. But most parents, dude, it's, you go to high school, you go to fucking college, you get a career. You exactly. Buy a house, you start a family. And, and then. Exactly. And like once, okay, how many generations is is it gonna take before somebody realizes that's a ritual? You know, it's not like you know people. Oh, man, it, could, it could take a lot of generations. These people are not as smart as they. Yeah. Not and that's crazy. Like, let's look up the definition. I mean, how? Like, seriously, how many generations does it take? That is that is a ritual, whether you're conscious of it or not. You know, uh, go to work. Have kids, graduate high or no, uh, graduate high school, go to work, have kids, get a house, the American dream, right? We always we always talk about it. Go back to go back to George Carlin. The American dream is kind of it's a fucking sort of a ritual. It is. It's just like religion. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm putting this shit together right now. Yeah. Exactly, and religion is slavery. It's to tie back the definition of. Religion is to thwart from forward progress. You know, here's yeah. here's the definition. Here's the definition of a ritual. A religious uh, boom, right there, right in the first two words. In the first word, a religious or solemn ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order, to a to an order. Wow! Listen to that generate. Listen to that definition, and that's to the audience too. You know. Yeah, that's man, say crazy. That say that one more time, man. A a religious or solemn ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order. Ooh, I got chills, bro. Yeah, me too, man. That's insane. Yeah. <sighs> Something just hit my brain a weird way for a second. That was weird. Yeah. Oh. That's what that is. That's what going to work is. It's a ritual. Everything's a ritual. Going to school. Oh, yeah. Paying taxes. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like throw this in there, like throw it under the bus, but even music is a ritual too. So Yeah, exactly. I mean that's a good that's a good type of, you know. <laughs> if if a ritual can be positive, that's a good one. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, that's that's some heavy stuff, dude. We just we just yeah, broke I'm, down. I'm glad, no, it's not gonna let him stay on for a little longer though. That was cool. So yeah, that's 
I'm like, I'm shocked at that. We're, we're trying to go real deep since Dennis isn't here to talk about his shit. So, yeah. And here, the sentence for it is the role of ritual in religion, the ancient rituals of Christian worship. Those are like the example sentences under the definition. God damn. I know, no, we just do ritual. It's true. We just do rituals seven days a week. And that's mm-hmm. why everyone's going fucking bat shit, bat shit crazy. Because we yes. just do the same rituals on this. Like, even when I do autographs, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a ritual. It's not... Paying taxes. Signing your W-2. Trying to get that, you know, trying to get that little bonus tax check at the beginning of every year. It's a ritual. You know, and that's why people like Mark Passio say that we're all, you know, people who participate in this shit are all pseudo Satanists. That's what Satanism is. It's Satanism is ritual. It's it's beastie. It's like living in the consciousness of beast. It's living like an animal, right? Because what do animals do? They wake up, eat food, uh, you know, breed. Everything an animal does is a ritual. My dog takes a shit at the same time every day. It's a ritual, dude. Like, <laughs> like we, are, we are living like animals. <laughs> I know, and I can't believe that's what I mean, and I can't believe parents just think it's okay. Like, you think this is okay? <laughs> yeah, you Fucking think this is fuck. okay? <laughs> I mean... I don't. I don't wish death on anyone, but I can't wait till that generation is gone because I'm not. I'm not going to be a three car garage guy with a huge like. I'm not going to be a with fucking huge house. I, I'm not that. I don't know. I'm doing an apartment for a year, and then I'm a homeless drifter again. I don't know. Like exactly. Yeah. There's no. There's no permanence in our society. No. What is life, though? But like, it all all goes against nature. Exactly. Only band aids. I love that. Yeah, it's too nuts, dude. It all goes against nature. I mean, I'm grateful for this time in this apartment. I'm not saying I'm not. I am, but I know it's gonna go by real fast. And right. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I kind of want to start wrapping up. I'm sure the dog's gotta go in the fire. The fireplaces ran out of fire, but. Okay, um, we're, we're hour 45, so it's all good. Um, yeah, it's like they, they just want everything to go against nature. I mean, if, you, and if, you, if, you, if you're like us, me and you pay attention to nature. Like, you know, when we're smoking herb outside of a hotel, me and you are like, we're, ph- we're philosophers. We're free thinkers. We look at something like a tree, you know. If a, like, a tree could be here for 120 years, that's like as long as we're here. That's like kind of the only. Uh, no, it's not even permanence because you know people cut down the tree to get more money. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, no, but you, you thought. I just want to see what, say one more thing. Like maybe that's why weed was so, was banned for so long because it's one of the only tools that you can use for free thinking. So if if that's exactly. the case government has to ban it and it's wrong and it's immoral and yeah yeah man 
Yeah, I'm supposed to eat every day. I don't care if I have to go to a job or what I have to do. As long, well, even at my job, when I go on my 15-minute break and I take a few puffs, I'm mm-hmm. like, Matt, just don't take this seriously. Like, just finish out your shift and don't take this shit seriously. Just laugh and be stoned. Yes, work because, exactly. Like, because there's nothing permanent. Yeah, there's nothing permanent. I mean, we're only here, like, for our lifespan. You know, one person's life is... It's not permanent. There's, it's we all have these cycles, but it's, ah, man, I was no, trying I mean, to. Like, no, no, every seven years, should I gonna be quiet because it's late? Oh God, yeah, damn, apartments suck. No, I can't do that. Apartments are horrible. They are because you can get in trouble and you didn't even do anything. It's just all like, right. it's just like, oh, you were loud one night. So what? I was loud. Who cares? Yeah. Right. It's just, gosh, people in the rules. But, um, I forget what I was going to say now, damn it. I don't know. I did too. Um, <laughs> um, dang it. Um, but what I was, what I was going to say, I'm kind of thinking of like Bob Marley quotes is that nothing's permanent, but our love can be permanent. Like when, you know, when, when you see a homeless guy, and you you give a homeless person a little bit of money, like a dollar or two, just be. For, you're not expecting him to pay you back, you know. You like you probably know where the money's going. That 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 frequency that you channel into, that frequency is permanent. Right. You know, it's in kind of a, like when you know when you when you do an act out of love it resonates throughout the entire planet it resonates throughout nature through entire nature i know but even like what bothers me about humans it's like even like out on my balcony like my apartment building is there's like a street a regular Elmhurst street with houses like mm-hmm. right next to the apartment building, basically gotcha. like there's an alley, you know, there's an alley in between, whatever. And it, it, this, this has hit me as I've smoked more and more herb, but like you see these trees that were mm-hmm. there first before the house was built there. And it makes, yeah. you, it makes you kind of like sick to your stomach to see how nature is just being invaded by all this bullshit that humans yes whatever whatever so yeah it's real nuts dude like even building yeah like buildings aren't permanent anything that we build aren't permanent you know eventually they're going to crumble but nature is nature is permanent you know exactly at this point in our evolution it's still it's fighting really hard to stay you know? just, like, the, just the fact that like Bill hates and I mean Bill Gates, but I I call him Bill hates whatever. Bill hates, I love that. Nice. Just the fact <laughs> that people like him and like Elon Musk are building like robots and stuff. I mean they, they're 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 setting up for a crazy future and it, the dystopia. Just, yeah, yeah, it's, dystopia. It's the dystopia, and I'm going to look up that definition because we love definitions here. Uh, hell yeah the dictionary is our friend hell yeah and that's what it is too dude it's a total dystopia and that's what they're trying to they're working very hard and they're getting there so here's a dystopia I know they're working harder than we're working yeah (laughs) and that's okay so since I mentioned Bob Marley that's a Bob Marley quote is the people who are trying to make this world 
a horrible place, do not take a day off. So why should I? That's a direct quote from Bob Marley. I love how it, I love oh. that quote. Um, so here's the definition of a dystopia. An imagined state or society in which there is great suffering. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, in which there is great suffering or injustice. Typically one that is totalitarian or post-apocalyptic. Wow. And honestly, I feel like this society is both of those. Yeah. I mean, how much... There is great suffering constantly. Yeah, it's too much suffering. Yeah. And injustice. You know, it says great suffering or injustice. I mean, there are cops getting away with murder. I know, man. That's, that's injustice. That I this know. is a dystopia. Like <laughs> even yesterday when we were waiting for Rod Stewart, like cop showed up, so I had to like put my weed away, and it's just like, oh my god, hate these people. Here, here goes the anxiety. Like, oh, I gotta fucking pay attention to my this plant, you know, that was grown on the planet. Like, I gotta put the hide this plant away, like I'm a fucking criminal. That just you gives know? you a buzz. All it does is give you a fucking buzz. Uh, it's, really, it's not really. I know, but I, I still can't believe so many parents, including. I mean, my mom fear mongered me about weed when I was like 14. I didn't even start smoking until I was 19. And uh, dang. Yeah. So you were an adult. You waited until you were an adult. Yeah. Not that, like, you know, we talked about the word adult a couple episodes ago, you know, adult. You know, it's usually like a dumb person. We looked at the <laughs> definition. Like, that's so crazy. Like, I don't think there is a such thing as an adult. I mean, yeah. If, if dude, what's crazy is just how when you look up the definition, it's, it's exactly what... It's just crazy. What was it? Oh, yeah. Adult. D-O-L-T. That's what it is. A stupid person. I just typed in the definition. <laughs> adult <laughs> is a stupid person. <laughs> That's what the definition says. It just says a stupid person. Period. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like even in this uh, one band uh, side project from Jane's Addiction, Porno for Pyros, and in the, the song Pets, he says adults are even more fucked up, and elderly are just children. And it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. I know, man. Man. You well, should, I'll, I'll send you that song, dude. It's a killer song. But... Oh, yeah. I'll check it out, too. I'll listen to it while I smoke. Oh, oh, so, oh I'm so glad. I, before, before we really start to wrap it up, I just wanted to say um, one of another underground, very underground, very independent, very do-it-yourself artist. If you guys are into hip-hop, look up Cognac. He, his new album is called The Dialogue. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, Cognac the Dialogue. It's only like nine songs, I think. Uh, it's the album's really good. It just came out like a week ago, and I, I told him I was going to plug it on the podcast, and I forgot to last week. So I just, I just have to plug it out. <laughs> Shout out to Cognac, man. He's, he, I fucking, he's a legend, dude. No plugs are killer because even if this gets like twenty or thirty plays somebody will check that out you know what i'm saying so it's like plugs yeah i hope yeah. so well in the in uh so on the album the dialogue the last song is it's uh actually i'm gonna look it up 
right now. The last song is like that's my new smoking song. Whenever I smoke, I listen to that song. It's right so on. fucking good, <laughs> and it's really deep too. Like the lyrics are like the lyrics are profound, and it, it just. You know, like when I look at the mainstream artists, I'm like, these lyrics are whack. Like, <laughs> no, they are, dude. I mean, that's why I don't listen to that kind of music. It's a, it's a fake deepness. No, even Taylor Swift. I've heard a few songs that are okay, nothing to blow my mind, but I've heard a few that are all right, but nothing right. like nothing like I want to like get into or fucking subscribe to. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that well, no, they they sell it as deep, but really, it's like it's it's not deep at all. It's like very self indulgent. All of, all of her Taylor Swift music is very self indulgent. It's very pseudo satanic. Oh sure, just like Lady Gaga. It's it's uh it's Satanism by proxy. Yeah, exactly. But I I think Lady Gaga knows like her about her Satanism. Um, did like. Th I don't know if I ever sent you the video. I think we might have talked about it on this podcast before, but there's a video where Lady Gaga has a fan come up on stage, and it's probably not a legitimate fan, but this chick comes on, on stage and she pukes all over Lady Gaga. And while Lady Gaga is in the mic saying, Oh, women are so powerful. This is what we're about. This is, you know, Lady Gaga is saying that this is what women are about. And, you know, she's getting puked on. And the shit that is coming out of this girl's mouth, I mean, it's really gross. It's like neon green, dude. Huh? It's, it's like, are you kidding me? It's deplorable. It's total Satanism, you know? And they're like, the whole time she's in the mic and she's like, yeah, this is what women are about. And she's basically, like, getting came on by, like, green slime, just like in Nickelodeon back in the day, which is, again, <laughs> super sa satanic. Satanic as fuck. I know. It's all satanic. It's wild. So anyways, to go back to some positivity. So the last song in the album is called Nightmares. And I, I know that I know that you're not into hip hop, but I, Well that's not true. I just don't like newer shit. Like I, I just really yeah. love like like Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and Ice I, and like I Doc agree. And, and I even like Eminem. I I think he's really fucking good. Like I don't know, Eminem's satanic as fuck too. You know, they cloned him. And Dr. Dre and Jay Z, like all those guys. I know, but the, the original dead. Eminem's dead, so they they cloned him already. So I'm gonna have to do some research into that. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Well, I'm just saying they've been cloning people. No, not many people still even know this, but they've been cloning people since yeah. the nineties. That you you make me want to watch. Uh, I want to go watch the Yellow Submarine TV show now. Because I haven't even so there's there's like two seasons of that show. I haven't even made it. I've only made it through the first season. It's just whenever I flip it on, there's just like, like I said, I've done so much research that I can't unsee what I know. It's when I when I flip on the Beatles cartoon, I just see all this satanic like imagery of of the I see the agenda basically, and I'm like I uh, I can only handle so much of it. 
Oh, I agree. I, I don't even watch TikTok as much as I used to. I'm like, I can't. Like, I mean, I, I love the truth shit. I'm not saying I don't, but, dude, some days, like, I right. just Some days I just can't, like, only think about that or whatever. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, no, I see. I Like, my thing is, is that I see whenever I leave the house <laughs> – <laughs> like on Fridays, every, any Friday, like we go to the club, we go to the Michigan Education and Arts, we go put in our work, and I'm like, I just see Satanism everywhere. It's in the radio commercials, it's in the, like, on YouTube, it's on, like, you know, because we'll listen to music, we'll put on YouTube and listen to music while we're working, of course. Uh, and it's like the commercials, it's like they're promoting drugs like you know and then of course all these side effects like oh if you've taken this drug and have this side effect we can sue the company and we can get you money you might be entitled to compensation you know like those commercials are daily they're normalized bro i know man it's like dude you can't it's so hard to unsee it it is i know what you mean oh yeah oh yeah like when for I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like when we were at the whenever we get a hotel and we have the TV on, it's like me and you and Jasmine. We always watch the commercials, and I'm always pointing it out to you. I'm like, dude, that is so satanic as fuck, and this is why it's satanic. And you're like, you're like, whoa, holy shit! <laughs> like you're right. <laughs> I know, but I wasn't raised on this shit. I I, I didn't know what the truth was, you know. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard. I mean, because we're all, that's the whole thing about, you know, that's why I love Stanley Kubrick is because we really are raised with our eyes wide shut, you know? That's, yep. that's just that's how we are raised. I mean, that's it's wild. Exists. Yeah. So, man, we're, we, <laughs> we broke the two hour mark, dude. Have we ever made it this far, like without no, being in person? No, this is the first time. Even in person, I don't think we've made it this far, have we? No. In Damn. Person, in person, we've gone a little over an hour, I think. Yeah, because I'm usually drinking too. Well, I mean, I'm drinking right now, but. Well, I mean, usually... when I came to South Bend, I forgot my phone charger, so I. Had to oh turn yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, then... we don't. We don't have any iPhones. We did it on an iPod. That's right. I think you could, because I don't have the updated Anchor app on my phone, um, or on my iPod. We we, right. could only do, we could only do an hour or something like that. So yeah. oh yeah, I remember now. And you you have a specific charger with your phone because your phone's like kind of broke, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, the like plugging it in is broken. Yeah. Right. See and like. See, I think with the the type of work that you do on this podcast is like, I think you deserve to have at least a working phone. I mean, God fucking forbid. Like, I what's it going to cost society? What's it going to cost the world for to have for have to have to give Matt Bennett a working cell cell device? You know, like <laughs> it's not. You know, we're not going to be like going into the eighteen hundreds as far as technology goes if Matt Bennett gets a working cell device. But, you know, it's like you got to go to work and you got to pay your bills and you have to feed yourself. So, unfortunately, the, you know, the podcast has to suffer and your art has to go, you know, fuck, it sucks. Yeah. Man. Fucking A. 
Well, you deserve to have a working phone and a, or a working tablet, you know, a working computer. Damn it. Oh, yeah. My, my other shit works fine. It's all good, but... Hell, yeah. Yeah, we still make it work, don't we? Ain't yeah, stopping my us. Phone, my phone's fine. It's old, but it's fine. It's, it's I, I can do everything I need to do on this phone. But but at Verizon has been showing commercials of, like, like you can trade in your phone for a better one. So I should go talk to them. See, I, I that drives me nuts. It's like everything is competition. You know, you buy one phone, and as soon as you get, as soon as you buy a phone, you see a commercial of another phone company that's like, turn in your phone, and we'll give you a free phone. It's, it's, it's gosh, oh it just, it's like there's constant competition, constant, constantly. It's crazy. Yeah, this life is fucking insane and nuts, and it's a whole thing. And it, fuck yeah, agreed. <laughs> I know you're tired. So I sent you the song Nightmares. I don't know if you're still going to smoke after we get off of here. I know I'm going to. Oh, I am. I need to. So pack up pack up a big old bleasy, pack up a big old bowl, and then make sure the bowl's packed, and then start the song. And as soon as you start the song, light up. And it should prove to be an interesting experience. And that's for the audience, too. It's a really good song. Right on. No, I'm a one-hitter guy. I'm nuts. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. The uh, my my friend that I I work with, who you you'll find out you'll find out who it is uh, when we when we hang out in person. We'll really get to catch up, you know, off the air. Wink, wink. Get to talk about because you know we sometimes we talk about like personal stuff, like uh, our how our friends are doing, you know, how like how Lazy's doing. I need to I need to message Lazy actually. I need to give him a phone call. Speaking of, right on. He's a fucking legend. Oh no, he is. I love hanging out with him. He's. I've always had yeah. with him. Yeah, like man, it feels divine. Whenever I get you two together in the same building, it's the, the energy just feels like. I, I I don't know. I'm starting to sound like a hippie, but yeah, the energy is just like off the fucking wall. Whenever right. we're all together, I wish. I still wish we would have recorded that one. Weird I do. This, this past Friday, I told a really good story about that song because you know we're like a couple, we're all musicians, so we we were exchanging stories, and I just had a really good story, and all the guys were laughing. They were laughing their ass off because they were like, and they related too. They were like, "Yeah, we've been there before," and I told the story about how what what happened outside the hotel. Right on. That was cool, and like all those Spanish people, you know, there was like a wedding. There, yeah. they were like, "You guys are the legends," and they were like trying to talk to us in Spanish, but none of us really spoke Spanish. Nope. That was just a crazy night, man. It all oh, it yeah. always is. That hotel was nuts. Yeah, I want to go back there, man. The, they the staff was so nice. That was one of those weird nights where we just passed out and then like woke up in the morning. It's like, oh yeah, we passed out. Yeah. <laughs> We smoked a lot. Oh, <laughs> and that was cool. Like, nobody harassed us or anything. Nah, because we were outside being respectful, so it's all good. Heck, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. I just love nights like that. You know, like, nights like that give me hope for society. It was really chill. There was no drama. We just played a shit ton of music. Recorded an episode. Yeah, that was so good. Now I'm reminiscing. 
That was a great night. Hell yeah, man. All right, so let, that's a positive note. You want to wrap it up there? Yeah, I just want to say, because you reminded me, you were talking about the Beatles shit you were talking about. I'm singing my solo on uh, February 24th in Elmhurst, Illinois. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm so glad. Keep saying that every show. Keep saying it. Promote it until you do it, because maybe, some, maybe somebody who listens to the show will show up. You never know, man. But isn't it at a church? Where is it? Yeah, it's at a church in Elmhurst. Oh, okay. So somebody from the show shows up. Be, you got to be respectful. Don't like show up belligerent, drunk. You know, like be be on the uh, be on the down low. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of before, uh, so February sixteenth. If anybody's in the northern Indiana area, uh, we're having a metal night. Um, Knee deep in the dead, Citizen Gray, and Enumbrous. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but a ten dollar donation. They're all playing. Doors open at six. It should be a fun night. Need even the dead or legends. They've been in the music scene, Northern Indiana music scene for fucking ever for decades. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you too. When we got Rod Stewart last night, we had to go to the Hard Rock Casino. That's where he was playing in in Gary. Oh, what? I was in Gary last night, and then uh, how was it, dude? How was it? What? We didn't go to the concert, but I'm just saying. Oh, so you were like, you went to Gary, though, right? Yeah, we we got Rod Stewart at the Gary Airport. Wow. So how was it? Like, I mean, were you sketched out? Did you think you were gonna get robbed at all, or? Yeah, but it was fine. I'm sure. Oh, you thought you were gonna get robbed, but it was fine. <laughs> Nuts. I mean, is Gary that bad? I don't know. It's it's not that good. Whoa, wow. Damn. If you're saying, I mean, with how much you've traveled, if you're saying that, that's saying a lot. Holy cow. So I guess I'm glad we didn't go to that show then, huh? No, that would have been the Hard Rock's safe. Yeah, but it's still like it's a casino and, you know, like how casinos are. It's Satanism. They want your money and, you know, the house always wins and. Uh, so Everyone, everyone's a Satanist, and we're like, if, you, if you're a moral person, you're so fucked. Yeah, like it really feels like that way sometimes. Yeah, you know? and it's like, yeah, like I said, it's it's hard to get away. Like you commercials, <laughs> YouTube commercials. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, 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 man. Insane, 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 insane nuts, insane nuts. Hated, hated for no reason. Hated. Hated for no reason. Yeah, hated for no reason. No, <laughs> no, the reason is the reason is you can have a good time in a tough situation. That's why you're hated. So. Yeah, exactly. Just like them old married couples who bicker. You know, one person has too much fun, the other person's got to start bitching about it. Wow, <laughs> and that's normal in this this world. Not, it I really is normal, dude. Holy shit! Why is yeah. that normal? <laughs> all right so so pack a pack a bowl pack a fat ass bowl don't light it until you start the song and then as soon as you start the hitters. song light it what's up i only have hitters i'm not a bowl guy oh i mean that works i mean the same thing you're packing packing a hitter packing bowl whatever <laughs> you know get it in there get it in do you at least i'm good at getting high yeah i'm gonna do the same so, uh, do you have to work tomorrow? I, already, I know I already asked you, but it's stoner. Yeah, it's not good. I want 1.30 so I can sleep in. Oh, yeah. So, you got, yeah, freaking get ripped, dude. Sleep in. Get a really good sleep. 
you know, you got a you got a you got a roof over your head, so that's something to be grateful for. Although you can't be that loud anymore, especially at this time of night. <laughs> you know, so it's like you got to be, you know, life sucks, life's nuts, life's insane, but you still got to be positive. You know, you got you got a lot to be grateful for. You know, both of us do. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm even grateful when I'm a homeless drifter. It's all good. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say even if – yeah, same here. When me and Jasmine lived in the van with just Squirt Dog, you know, we had to – we would get shitty looks because we would – Squirt Dog's – he's an emotional service animal So because we didn't want to have him in a 120-degree van in the middle of the July. So we, we made him a service dog so we could bring him into stores and stuff, and people would just give us shitty looks. And it's like, dude, you don't know our situation. You don't know why this dog is in the store. It's because we're not going to put him in a 120 fucking degree van while we go shopping and air conditioning. You know? Right. It's like, it's like this, these are the things when you live on the road, that's, that's the type of shit you got to deal with. You got to deal with like shitty looks and stuff. But I, I'm trying to end it on a positive note, damn it. And I'm going off the rails. Oh, no. <laughs> nuts. Going off the rails on a crazy train. On a nuts train. I don't know. Dude, this episode is epic, brother. Thank you so much for making me your co-host, man. Thank you. Oh no problem. People think think we sound good, so it's all good. I, I freaking love these episodes, dude. So I'm, I'm we're about to go get ripped, take the dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke for like an hour straight. I don't give a fuck. Hell yes, that is awesome. And I hope your week is phenomenal. I hope the customers don't uh, give you hell. Hope you have yeah, a good no, week. No. And we will see each other, you know, blink our eyes a couple times. Uh, we will be seeing each other in three dimensions here in no time. Yeah, we're going to break the internet with our podcast episode. And then we'll, we'll record the podcast in the kitchen. That way, uh, uh, you know, I'll actually be able to post the video that we record to YouTube. Right. You know, or we'll we'll clean out the garage and like we'll make it. We'll cover the wall in like punk rock flyers, so that way it looks actually kind of cool out there. It doesn't look like a bunch of random blankets hanging up for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we'll we'll think of something. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. So people in the audience, our loyal sub listeners, subscribers, whatever, stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah, that's in April. Yeah, it's going to be a good year for everybody. It's going to be a good year, 2024. I hope so, because it's been really nuts for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, we need, to, we need to have a year to balance everything out. And then we'll, we'll also go to your neck of the woods, too. Once we get some money, you know, farther in the summer, maybe July or uh, uh, August, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll take the South Shore out to, to your area, get another hotel again. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it, brother man. I love I love you so much. Thanks again for for this time. Oh hell yeah, man. I love you too. You're a cool dude. Hell yeah. You're a legend, man. Don't forget it. Legend. That's legend. That's <laughs> legend. All right, man. Have a great night. Have a great week, brother. Good to talk to you. You too, Henry. Have a good one, man. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>